Okay, we're going to read chapter 7 today, and um, we just learned in the last chapter that Smits has a bodyguard named Oscar. Also, Smits was giving uh, Luke some information that maybe the real Lee's death was not a ski accident. Let's see if we can learn new facts. It turned out that Smits did have classes with Luke every single one of them. See, this is what happens when the big brother goofs off, runs away from school, and gets left behind a grade, Smith said, slipping into a desk beside Luke the next morning. He gets stuck with his younger brother in every minute of the day. Luke could feel all his friends watching them. Smith's beam happily back at everyone. I am the smart one in the family, in case you couldn't tell, Smith said. Luke glowered. Word watcher, knock it off, he muttered under his breath. Someone's listening, Smith's his back. Luke half turned. At the back of the classroom, barely two feet away, the hulking presence towered over all the boys still scurrying into the room. Oscar. Luke wasn't the only one staring. The huge man was enough of a sight to attract attention just by himself. But he stood out even more today because of what he held in his massive fists. A sledgehammer. Hey, everyone, meet my bodyguard, Smith said. Is he always, um, Trey gulped. Armed like that? You mean the hammer, Smith's ass? He made a mocking face. That's my parents' idea of a compromise. He'll be carrying that around until Mr. Hendricks installs a few windows. Smiths looked around at blank expressions. Did any of you ever think what would happen if there was a fire here? How trapped you'd all be? You won't have to worry now. Hey, your parents should be chipping in on Oscar's wages too. He'd be saving you guys too, knocking down walls. Smiths pretended to swing an imaginary hammer himself. From the front of the room, Mr. Dirk, the teacher, said mildly, Boys, We've always had plans in place for emergency evacuation procedures. Everyone turned to stare in amazement at Mr. Dirk. Luke wondered if any of his friends had ever thought to worry about fire before. The danger outside the walls of Hendrick's school had always seemed so great. He was sure no one had ever feared being trapped inside. He felt like standing up and asking everyone, Does it make you feel any better to have more to be scared of. Instead, he slid over to his seat and kept quiet as Mr. Dirk started lecturing about ancient history. The rest of the day went about the same way. Smith made a spectacle of himself. Luke's classmates gaped at Oscar, and Luke could only slump lower and lower in his chair in each successive class. Meals should have been a relief because Smith didn't show up for them at least not physically, but everyone in the dining hall seemed to be talking about him. What do you suppose he's eating right now? Joel asked at dinner as a thin gruel dribbled from a spoon. Uh, Roasted wild duck, illegally I might add, garlic potatoes, French cut green beans, and chocolate mousse, Trey said gloomily. He told me. Maybe he was lying, Luke said. No, Trey said, I believe him. Luke did, too, about that, but he wasn't going to admit it. 
Hey, how much do you think his bodyguard has to eat to keep all those muscles, John asked. Did you see him? I couldn't do a bit of homework at study hour. All I could think about was what would happen if he swung that hammer at me. He was standing right behind me, you know. You never do homework at study hour anyhow, Luke said. But nobody seemed to hear him. By bedtime, Luke just wanted the day to be over. But he'd barely fallen asleep before he woke to someone shaking him. It was a thick hand with muscular fingers. He'd never known before that people could have highly developed muscles in their fingers. Your brother needs you, a deep voice whispered. Come on. It was Oscar. Luke stifled a yelp of terror. Don't wake your roommates, Oscar warned. Luke wondered if any of them were awake already, but pretending to sleep. Seven other boys slept in his room. How many had their eyelids open? Just a crack, just enough to watch Luke leave. If Oscar was luring Luke away to hurt him, to kill him even, how many of boys would be able to tell Mr. Hendricks, Oscar came into our room at midnight to get Luke. It's Oscar's fault. Oscar's dangerous. Luke told himself Oscar had no reason to want to hurt Luke, let alone kill him. Luke had no reason to fear Oscar, but he did anyway. And that is the end of chapter seven. Post your titles and uh, go to Flipgrid and post a video about what do you think Oscar's doing with Luke? Is he going to hurt him? Or what does Smith want Luke for? What is going on here? See you next time.